You are listening to ACPN. Gabe, I'm tired of old movies. Well, let's watch some new ones. Yeah, maybe like a mini-sode or something? Dude, are you reading my mind? That's exactly what I was thinking. Let's go to the movies! Hey there, everyone, and welcome. Well, <laughs> hello, everyone, and welcome to Rewind <laughs> Cinema. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where two friends go back in time, randomly select a movie, we watch it, and we give you our uneducated opinions about it. That's what normally happens, but this time we got a little bored with the present, or no, the past. I'm, the, I'm the, the present past. The present past. Isn't the, that the, a saying? The, we got the days of future past. The we was got, that a book? That was a movie. A movie. Okay. We got bored with the past, and we 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 zoomed up to the present in a time machine. I'm bored in the present too, though. Well, that's yeah. You always <laughs> are. Uh, and we went to the theater a few nights ago, and we saw the new Robert Pattinson movie, Good Time. Jesse, I got to come clean with you about something. What? So I told you about my brother, yeah. I told you about the program he's forced to attend and how he shouldn't be there. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Do you understand that? No. Something happened. I don't know exactly what. My brother's been arrested. He's being held at Rikers Island. He could get killed in there. Sorry, I just have a client that walked in. We're good? When you get another 10 grand, your brother will get out. Where are you? How much money can you get right now? Come on, bro. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? What do you think I'm doing this for? I want to get him out tonight. Tell you what. For a movie called Good Time, I had a great time. I had an awesome time at this movie. <laughs> really, really good. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're here to talk about it for you. So uh, let, let's go. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I had been on the lookout for this movie ever since I saw a trailer a few months ago. It looked very interesting to me. I think Robert Pattinson is a phenomenal actor. Uh, I saw him in Lost City of Z and was kind of blown away because I hadn't really seen him since Twilight. I saw the first mm. one. I saw the first Twilight. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he just played a brooding teenager yep. type character. Not a lot like, there. Not a lot going on. I think he's had a great career. I think Kristen Stewart's better than people give her credit for. I think she does have kind of one tone, but for the most part, she plays it really well. I didn't see Secret Shopper or whatever it was called that she was in. Uh, no, I didn't either. It's supposed to be a fantastic movie that I should go see, but I am too lazy. And we'll probably just catch it on Netflix if it ever comes out. But yeah, I was very excited to see this. Um, and it's from the Safdie brothers, Benny and Josh, who I'd never heard of before. But um, you can really tell that they have a knack for directing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm very surprising. This is their third movie? Yeah, third or fourth movie. I haven't heard of the other ones. But man, really, really amazing for two junior filmmakers. Two Queens guys, man. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, from cool. Queens. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. 
Queens, Queens represent, dude. We're from Queens. We <laughs> we live in Queens. I don't know yeah. if we're from Queens, but yeah, the, this mean, movie takes place in Queens. Amarillo is like the same thing as Queens. <laughs> Definitely <right>? the yeah. <laughs> same. <laughs> Arlington, Texas represent, man. A-Town. Yeah, uh, there's two trailers that I saw for this movie. Mm-hmm. One of them, which I think was an earlier trailer, really presents this as like a like high octane action. Yeah. Like what's cra- the, the car chases crazy there, so. movie and a, and the tone of that trailer is way different. And then there's a second trailer that came out a couple weeks ago that's very somber and slow with this beautiful song that they use in the movie. The at Iggy the very, Pop song. Yeah, at the very end. Um, and you're like, wow, it looks like a really sad drama. And I was pleasantly surprised to find out that this movie has all of that. And it's way funnier. Yeah. Than I expected. Yeah. It's a really funny movie. It's very funny in, in the middle part. It's not very funny in the beginning or the end. Correct. But, yeah. yeah. But but that's what's so good about it is that it 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 really just takes you on this emotional like ride and you experience everything. It's and you're so invested because you're laughing with these people and mm-hmm. you're hurting for them and you're nervous for them and scared and ha- it's just yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. I was really really pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and uh, we mentioned Robert Pattinson, but Ben Safdie, one of the brothers that directed this, is also in it, and I think he's phenomenal. Freaking great, man. Talia Webster is in this. She's a relatively new actress, I think. I've never seen her before, but she did a great job. And then even uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh's in this. She is, yeah. So she's, she's not huge in the, in the movie, but she's there, and she does a great job. Yeah, great work. Um, and then the other actor we have to mention, Buddy Duras. We mm. had some trouble finding him. He's a big character. His name is Ray in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was my favorite performance in the movie. Yeah. He's, he's like, he has a lot of stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. And he did a really, really good job. I mean, Robert Pattinson's great. And I was really glad to see him, as I said to you, like awake and yeah. doing, doing something. Stretching his, uh, uh, yeah, his I, arms. I, I've never seen him act like this before. I, I yeah. didn't see Lost City of Z yet. Uh, you said he was really good in that movie. Mm-hmm. But he was, he was great. But Buddy Duras, mm-hmm. he, he, he's like, phenomenal in this movie i thought it was great yeah uh so just the basic plot behind this robert pattinson is a bank robber who finds himself unable to evade those who are looking for him is the imdb description <laughs> that is the worst description it's I've a very broad a look at what it is um but basically he he is robbing banks with his brother who is uh played by ben safty who is mentally challenged um he i mean he has hearing aids in and stuff so i don't know if he has like asperger's or i don't really know exactly what yeah, he I don't, has I don't, I don't think it's that i think he's just um underdeveloped yeah um i don't, I don't know the sense i'm going to be sensitive because i don't know this, the correct terms here but yeah yeah but um he he robert pattinson basically convinces him to like do bad things with him he robs a bank and then uh ben safty his brother gets caught for that but robert pattinson gets away so the movie is about him trying to get him out of jail. That's what it is. And he's really, really concerned because his brother is developmentally, you know, mm-hmm. challenged and, and can't fend for himself and can get taken advantage of easily. So he's afraid he could get killed in prison. Something bad could happen. Mm-hmm. So he's fighting to get him out. Yeah. And there are some things that we can spoil. So there will be spoilers in this episode, but we'll talk about that before it happens. So right now, no spoilers. Gabe, what were your overall thoughts about Good Time? I had a good time. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be a much uh, harsher movie. It certainly has some harsh elements to it. it j- I, just meaning like some crazy stuff happens in the movie. But you are just so 
glued to it from the moment it starts. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. There's never a moment that's not interesting. All the way to the end, you're fully invested. And I really, really appreciate that about a movie. It didn't feel like it was too long. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how long is this movie? Two I think hours? it was an hour 40. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it didn't feel too long. It was, uh, it was just perfect. Our, our audience applauded at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And it got a six minute standing ovation at Cannes. Yeah. So I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. It's one of those movies that you're not, it's, <laughs> it's not going to be one of your favorites as like a cool, like comfort movie that you mm-hmm. can just watch at any time because it is, you know, <laughs> it's pretty intense. Intense. But yeah, it's just, like I said, high comedy. Mm-hmm. And high drama, and and just you're feeling high. It's goodness. Yeah, good time. Yeah, the pacing was pretty relentless for the most part. Like you're immediately in the action, and it kind of doesn't stop. I-, I would say that there's a point where you got up to go to the bathroom in this movie, and I do I think did have to pee. The yes. pace kind of sags a little bit for me there because, in the context of the movie, he has to stay in this house for a bit. These people that he doesn't know, so it's him trying to get to know Talia Webster who is this young girl she's 16 he's mm. probably in his late 20s mid late 20s in this movie and it's him getting acquainted with her and because she becomes kind of a pivotal character throughout the rest of the movie and i i don't know to me after seeing like that high octane high energy stuff happening and then to just kind of slow down for about 20 minutes 30 minutes and then pick it way back up it was just kind of like it was a weird lull for me but I did, I didn't, as a whole, pretty much enjoy the pacing. We mentioned some of the acting. Um, Pattinson and Safdie stood out for me, but she really liked uh, what was his name, Robert Duress. What was his name? Yeah, is his name Robert Duress? Yeah, Duress. Duress. What was his first name? Buddy Duress. Buddy, sorry. Buddy Duress. Robert, Pat- Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Buddy Duress. Uh, but yeah, Buddy Duress was definitely a standout in this movie. He's not like an established actor by any means. I was just reading about how he was apparently an inmate at Rikers Island hmm. until about 2014, 2013. Um, but yeah, he comes in kind of after the point I was just referencing and just becomes this like comedic release valve. It kind of releases a lot of the pressure and he's always there injecting some of that comedy until like, you know, things go haywire. Yeah. Yeah. It's It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But even smaller characters like Jennifer Jason Lee's character, she comes in and she's kind of this, she's dependent on her mom for money and she's this deep, deep character that we only get to see for like 10 minutes. She's like this sad, she's so sad because she's like trying to impress Robert Pattinson's character, but he obviously doesn't care about her and just wants her for her money because he wants her to bail his brother out of for jail. For freaking 10 grand. 10 grand. Yeah. And he lies to her and says, yeah, it's going to be like it's 3K. A couple thousand, yeah. And she's like, uh, uh, even about that, she's nervous. She's like, yeah, that's fine. I can do that. And they get there and he drops it on her. That's 10K. Right. But he doesn't tell her. He tells the guy, he's like, do you have your 10K? And she says, oh, it's 10K? You said like it was going to be a couple thousand. He's like, it's just a few difference. And she's like, it's $7,000 difference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was tough to watch that. There's so much going underneath for all these characters, which is great to see. They're not flat right. or annoying. Yeah, no, they're not. No, they're not flat or annoying. Jennifer Jason Lee's she, she might be a little annoying. Only because, <laughs> but I think that's because her character's annoying. Yeah, right. No, yeah. I don't mean her as an actor. She did a great job. Yeah. But, but her character's slightly annoying because I just wish she would not associate with 
Robert Pattinson in this movie, but she does. And well, she's obviously a little mentally ill because she's always yelling at her mom. Yeah, she's always freaking out and like pulling back and yeah, yeah. Or like she yells at Robert Pattinson and is like, "I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." Like, yes, apologizes profusely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I meant annoying in the sense that it's a nagging character that doesn't do anything for me. Right. Which tons of movies have. Okay. Everyone seems to serve a purpose in this movie. Um, as far as like cinematography and all like the directing choices go, I thought this was really well shot, except for like the first scene when he walks in the room, there's that really weird close up zoom. Did you see that? I don't know. I don't he, know. Robert Pattinson opens so. this door to the small oh, to, office. To that office. And yeah. he like he goes like zoop, right and, like zooms face. in right on his face. It's like, what is happening <laughs> yeah, right now? Yeah, I didn't even notice it, but I remember that now. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about it, but yeah. I thought I might have been in some some bad hands, but <laughs> I like what they ended up doing, particularly when they were in cars. They would kind of go in this bird's eye view of the city to kind of show the vastness of you know, because there's they're on the run from the cops at all yeah. times. So just trying to show like how well they're hiding in the city or like you know how big it is i thought it was really cool yeah i also like the colors a lot it's another one of these like 80s inspired like neon like bright reds bright blues movie gritty it's at, everything's at nighttime most of the time yeah um yeah well it's like early it's like late night it, early morning right it's in the a.m yeah. hours and it just helps it gives the film a seedy feel yeah you know, but you're right. A lot of ne- like some neon, some, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they also did like it looks like another one of those Refn films where like yeah, somebody will be completely covered in shadow, and then there's like a room with a red light bulb, and it doesn't yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that was weird about this is because a lot of those didn't feel like they were done on purpose or at least purposeful. Like there's a point where he's walking through a dark house and he's there's all a, covered in shadow and there's a red room. You're like, Oh, he might go in the red room, but no, he doesn't. He just keeps walking yeah, past yeah. it. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but, um, the soundtrack was incredible. I'm going to download the soundtrack. I wish I could like drive in a car, <laughs> but I live in New York. So I don't have a car. Just listen on the subway at night. You know, it'd be cool. Are you, so you're talking about the, you're not, you're talking about music that was composed for the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also really like the Iggy pop song. Yeah, yeah, oh, that was great. The I was impressed by. Um, see, it's to me what I remember about the soundtrack is some of the there's just the, the sounds that they use. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like really really well engineered sound in the yeah. movie. There's music, but um, it's hard to describe. Like Christopher Nolan esque, like ascending big moments when things are really tense and mm-hmm. like strange noises and stuff. Yeah, that's what I left with so i need to revisit the soundtrack then, like the atmosphere that yeah yeah like really interesting sound design mm-hmm. yeah but i love i love the music as well uh especially that iggy pop song it was used very well we won't really talk about it because it's a spoiler but um yeah just i guess before we do get into spoilers i just want to talk about the ending briefly but like the sound to me was just so loud at some points i don't know if that's because of the theater we were in i don't know if they had like some Maybe they turn the volume up on something. I don't know how like theaters emit sound. I don't know. If there's like a lever or something or like a you know whatever, yeah a dial. It was loud. But like there were some scenes where I was like, man, I hope this scene ends so my ears can stop ringing because it was just so loud and so shrill. Because they did do a lot of that Nolan esque like sound high pitched yeah. like humming and stuff like that. Um, I think that there are some weak character motivations, which I'll get back into in spoilers. But like. There's a moment in this movie where somebody would have turned somebody in. It was real life, but they ended up not doing it because okay. of a weak connection they had. 
Yeah. Um, and then I said the film drags a little bit, particularly in that one scene in the middle. But that's really it. I thought this was a fantastic film. Um, if you if it's in your area, I think it's on a limited release right now. Uh, but hopefully it'll open up wide if it gets enough exposure, just kind of like a ghost story did recently. Um, you know, check it out. Yeah, check it out. Cool. Just gonna talk about spoilers now. Sure. All right. Let's do spoilers. Let's spoil it. All right. We're about to get spoiled. Hey, Snake kills Dumbledore. So as far as character motivation goes, like I said, the the 16-year-old girl at the point, at the end of the movie, the cop says, like, do you know who that is? Because Robert Pattinson dresses up as a guard yeah. in this place where he was looking for some drugs. And she just kind of stares at him and says no. Which is so weird. It's like you you spent ten minutes in this house together, and all of a sudden you're gonna like take all the heat for this moment. But she has been over the top trusting of Robert Pattinson this whole movie. And, I know, and does whatever he wants, and she's just like super chill and cool. Is yeah. she sixteen? Yeah, I in the movie. See, I thought she was younger. Sixteen in the movie. She's to me. She seems. She says she's sixteen. She could be younger. I, mi- I missed it. To me, I missed that then because to me she seems like a. I don't know, like a 13 or 14 year old. Yeah. Maybe. They're like in this overly cool, help, helpful, <laughs> mad at her grandma, wants to help him. And, but yeah, you're right. I think at the end she could have said something and she didn't. And I, I'm not sure why she didn't. Well, I understand that she was trusting of him, but I just felt like the way that they did that was like, I didn't feel that infatuation because I think that's what they were going for was like, I didn't she either. likes him right. or she thinks that he's cool. So she wants to like impress him. Yeah. But there wasn't enough there. Like, there's a moment where she's like in the car waiting for him to come back out of that theme park, and she's like FaceTiming with her friend. Right? Yeah. If we could just get like a little bit of dialogue there between her and her friend, like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, there's this really cool dude, and I'm like following him around, and he's like so hot. Yeah, I never felt any sense of romantic involvement there. Mm -hmm. I just sort of thought she was like this cool character who. Well, you did go to the bathroom during the scene where they were making out. I did, right? That <laughs> happened, but I think he did that on you know he not because he was trying to like score with this girl, but he did it for a reason. Distracting, yeah, distractor. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I, even from her though, which I think is good. I don't know if it's supposed to be that way or not, but maybe you're right. You could have used more at the end to sh- show that she didn't want to turn him in. But if you think about it, she seemed to be smart enough to know that she was going to get put in a cop car and taken home. Mm. Like I don't think anything, I don't I didn't think anything was going to happen to her. I thought the cop the cop was pissed, right? Because he was like, "What are you doing here? Why can't you explain yourself?" Well, I meant the heat from her grandma because she oh, took oh, her oh. car, yeah, and was out at night when she shouldn't have been. So yeah, she's going to get taken home. A wake up her grandma. B grandma's going like, "Where's my car?" Yeah, right. What they, happened? They don't they don't address that. Yeah, especially the car. You're like, what's you know? They don't talk about yeah, what happens there. to that. So yeah. Uh, but the last bit of this movie is like it's so intense, especially when uh, Buddy Duress Duress I can't I can't not say Duress. <laughs> He's under duress. He the, is. the whole film. But he like he falls from this building, and it was something they spoiled in the trailer. Yeah, I wish, I wish they, they hadn't. They had hadn't. Mm-hmm. But then Robert Pattinson is running through this maze like area in front of the uh, apartment complex yeah. before he gets caught. Running down a ramp. Very yeah. cool looking. Um, and then the last scene was just I thought amazing. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Amazing. Ben Safdie, like he gets asked all these questions in this like uh, special special ed class that he's in. That's like I guess to like help bring him out of his shell. I don't really know. Yeah, he. Um, so the end of the movie, 
The whole time, Robert Pattinson's been fighting to get his brother out of prison. His brother gets hospitalized. Uh, did you say that? I don't remember. I don't remember. Sorry, but his brother gets beaten up in prison and hospitalized. So he goes to a hospital to break him out. He breaks out the wrong guy, which is tense, and that's how he starts this whole adventure with Robert, or Buddy... Buddy Duras. Buddy Duras. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the movie, he ends up getting arrested. He gets caught. And it cuts to his brother back with the psychiatrist, not a psychiatrist, but a, a, a doctor yeah. for the, you know, um, who studies. It's kind of like Howard Stern. Lear- learning disabilities, I guess. Yeah. And uh, he gently takes the brother to this class, this adult class. Um, and you're right. Yeah. It's to teach people social skill. Mm-hmm. Um, so he enters the class. He's. The doctor's like, I'm going to leave you here. I'll be right outside. I'll take you back afterwards. And that's how the movie ends. It's this really beautiful scene where this great song starts to play. And the this, the woman who teaches the class, they play a game called... Crossover, cross the line. Yeah, cross. And, and it's people on both sides of the room. And she says, okay, you cross the room if you've done something. So cross the room if you like candy. She mm-hmm. like teaches them how to play. And then it's like cross the room if you've ever lied. Or whatever, and that's how the movie ends. It's just all these questions, and it's just like emotional close up of the brother witnessing all of this and crossing the room, and mm-hmm. and that's how it ends. Well, because the angle they're trying to take on this is that Connie, who is Robert Pattinson's character, is manipulating his brother and using him to do things. But from Robert Pattinson's point of view, I think that he honestly loves him and wants him to be involved in his life, and so it's this tough. Yeah, you know, dichotomy there because the he doesn't cross the room ever until she says, "Have you ever had? Or have you ever disagreed with a sibling or uh, mm-hmm. somebody related to you?" And then mm-hmm. he crosses the room for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, it was like it was him coming to terms with the fact that his brother was using him and you know didn't love him as much as he thought he did. Um, because in the beginning, it seemed like he would do anything for him, right? Yeah, yeah. And he can't. He can't really. It's weird because he doesn't. It's not that he necessarily wants to help his brother. Um, I'm talking not about Robert Pattinson, but about about his brother. Yeah. He he's confused enough to just kind of go along with it. Yeah. But he is more comfortable with his brother too. So yeah. that's like the other side of the coin is that this is wrong, but I I love my brother, and it's more comfortable than being in a doctor's office doing something. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for me. Do you have any other closing thoughts or anything? No, I, I thought it was good. I, I, I'm kind of dipping in and out. Sorry, I'm. There's this review in the New York Times of this movie, mm-hmm. and I, I really disagree with it. Yeah. Just the review is a good time was not had by this critic, is what it's called mm. by A. O. Scott. So you should go read it if you see this movie because it's. He's just he's turning it into this like race thing and he's really, really negative about it mm. and it's stupid. So yeah, I, it's not stupid. I just disagree. Yeah. I wonder what you could possibly be saying about race. <laughs> uh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to read it. Like he even, he's talking about white privilege, mm. even though he's like talking about how, how much Robert Pattinson gets away with, even though he's like a low life and he's really poor that he, even then his white privilege. But play, he's, uh, plays to his advantage. He's escaping from the police. He's a con man. Oh, well, I'll it, read it. Yeah, it's interesting. So read it. Yeah. But um, I disagree with it. This is a really, really good movie. Yeah. And it deserves praise. And I hope it wins stuff. 
Yeah, probably I can, won't because it's. I, I can't see. Yeah, I can't really see it being nominated for much, but maybe Robert Pattinson. I don't yeah. know. We'll have to see. Pretty yeah. early in the year because a lot of Oscar baity stuff is going to come out in the that's, next few that's months. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for us today. Uh, if you like what you heard, why don't you just go ahead and drop us a line? You can reach us at Rewind Cinema Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Rewind Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. You can download the Anchor app, call into our station. What did you think about Good Time? Do you like Robert Pattinson? Do you think he's more than just a sparkly vampire? <laughs> did you <laughs> Did you have a good time watching this? Did movie? you have a good time? Did you have a great time? Or did you have an amazing time? Leave us a little voicemail, and yeah. if you do, we'll play it on the freaking show. I'll play it on the show. I'll play it on the next episode. You know, it's not like we're getting a million voicemails to choose from. Yeah. So you're you'll probably get on our show. Definitely. If you send us some stuff. Yeah, just tell me you love me. Tell us you love us. Give us that uh, five-star rating on iTunes if you like what you heard. Subscribe to our show. It's a huge booster for us. We want to get our name out there. We want to get recognized. We want to get some sponsorships going. So just just help us out. Help us out. Otherwise, if you like the music you heard, you can look in the show notes or you can go to naturalanthem.net. doesn't matter to me. Just look up that band because they got some good music. Check them out. Check them out. And until next time, what do these people got to do, Gabe? Watch more movies. That's great. See you next time.